2: Jackson Gatlin here host of the Monday edition locked on NBA podcast every Monday I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from locked on it's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead mark your calendars on Monday to join me for locked on NBA podcast available
1: on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts what's good Wizards fans it's your host the real Ed Oliver my guy Brandon Scott The Wizards did not extend Rui Hachimura. The deadline was today at 6 p.m. We're going to talk about what that means for the Wizards, do some over-unders and more. Let's get to it.
2: You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Welcome to the Locked on Wizards podcast. I just want to thank you guys for making Locked on Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. Brandon, how you feeling today, man? The game, first game of the season is two days away. How you feeling today?
2: Feeling good, feeling good. Ready for the season to start. Let's get it. Yes,
1: sir. Yes, sir. So today, um, the deadline for uh, extensions for guys that were going to become restricted free agents this year, guys like Rui, Brandon Clark got his extension yesterday. DeAndre Hunter got his extension today. Um, Kevin Porter Jr. from the Rockets got, got his ex- extension today. So all those guys where their rookie deals were up um, this season, guys got extensions and some guys didn't. And the guy who didn't get their extension was Rui Hachimura. What were your thoughts on the Wizards not getting an, an extension deal done today?
2: Uh, it makes sense. I, I kind of saw it happening. Um, with him losing time last season, you know, dealing with mental health and injuries. And, you know, I, I saw it happening. I think that he eventually will. I think they have a little more flexibility with him being a restricted free agent going into the off season. So I, I kind of saw it happening, you know, especially with them talking to Kuz about an extension. You know, they're going to kind of wait and see with Rui. But, you know, we've been saying a lot through the preseason, you know, he's earned a starting role. So I think that uh, he will eventually get that extension, but they're going to wait and see. So, it's, to me, it's not very surprising.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. That's Tommy Shepard. You know, he likes to wait and see. Now, he did jump in front of Daniel Gafford. He did give him the three-year, forty million dollar extension. Um, but it, it does give me a little PTSD of, you know, all our draft picks. You know, Otto Porter. You know, we we didn't give they didn't extend him. And then by the end of his rookie deal, he had a good year. And then you know, next thing you know, he has he gets a max contract. So it does concern Kelly Uber, They traded him before the deadline. Um, Of course, Troy Brown Jr. just didn't work out. So, you know, the Wizards' history—they typically don't bring their rookies back. The only rookies that really got second contracts was Bradley, Bill, John Wall, Otto Porter. Now, like you said, Rui has missed games, so I get that. It is a concern, but you feel like maybe they could have got that Brandon Clark deal done—that four-year, fifty-two million dollar. But who knows what Rui said on the other side? You know, maybe he said that hey, that's just not enough money. I don't know how much he's looking for. You look at DeAndre Hunter from the Hawks. Um, I'm looking up his contract, and um, he got paid pretty darn well. Uh, he got a really darn good uh, extension. I want to say it was in in the eighty million dollar range. And you look at Kevin Porter Jr. You look at his his uh, deal as well. He got he got paid pretty well too. Now I know Kevin Porter Jr. His deal he only has one year guaranteed. So DeAndre Hunter got a four year ninety five million dollar contract extension, uh, which is which is really good money. Um, and I know he's been more consistent than Rui, um, Kevin Porter Jr um he, his deal was was pretty good as well but it was just that one year guaranteed but um it, they're they're playing they're playing a four-year 82 and a half million dollar deal which is you know about 20 million dollars per year so um Rui he may be looking for something like that I I just don't know if he's played he I think his first year and the second year were, were good seasons but like we've said we want to see him rebound the ball better we want to see him play make better we want to see him defend better can he do that and can he stay on the floor as well um, you know, last year, him missing those 40 games, it was a setback. It did hurt him. I think if he played that whole season, I think I think an extension would have been done. That's just my opinion. But I think him missing 40 games, it really hurt the evaluation process. And he got, kind of got lost in, in the sauce and the rotation. Um, but, yeah, I think he's betting on himself. And I think Tommy Shepard wants to see more, too. Now, I could see a situation, unfortunately, where he may walk, where, you know, we do have the, the rights to match an offer. Same thing with Otto Porter. The Nets came in with a max deal and, and the Wizards just matched it. Um, I don't see Rui getting the max deal, but I could see a team that really likes Rui. Uh, there was rumors that the Miami Heat were interested in trading for him last year. Um, so I could see a team that really needs a four that can score and they can fill it up. And um, they offer him maybe like $18 million. Tommy Shepherd may not want to offer that or $20 million or something like that. And uh, Rui walk, you know, and we've talked about Kuz too. He's got to make a dec- decision on Kuzma too. So there's a lot of factors that go into this.
2: Oh, absolutely. There's a lot of factors, a lot of contracts. because you know, we're talking about Rui, you know, going in as a restricted free agent, you know, Kuz, player option, you know, KP. <laughs> you know, right. Will Barton's in a, a you know, sparring contract. So there's a, there's a lot of questions. And that's why, you know, I've always said I see them making another move. I think this, they're going to wait and see with Rui. And obviously, you know, you don't know what Rui wants. You don't know what Kuz wants because Kuz, player option, you know, Kuz is looking to get paid, especially with him reinventing his game and becoming more of a complete player last season as opposed to his years in L.A. You know, he's going to command a lot more money. So I don't see Kuz, if, if it gets to the point where we have not extended Kuz, I don't see him enacting his player option. I see him trying to get money elsewhere or with the team. But so I think it's going to be wait and see. I think eventually, you know, he's too good of a young player to just let it walk. You know, I, I'm hoping it's not a situation where Otto Porter, where, you know, we just at the last minute wanted to match it because I think, you know, a lot of us didn't want them to match that contract. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that, you know, that's history. But I think eventually he is going to get done. And, you know, whether it gets done in offseason, whether it's amidst, oh, not a mid season, the, you know, the deadline is coming up. But I think eventually it will get done. I think between him and Coos. He's going to be the guy to get the contract because, like I said, Kuz is going to demand a lot more money, especially with him being a lot more complete as a player.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's a tough decision. I just, I, of course, in a perfect world, they would have got this deal done before the season started. But yeah, and Rui, the way he's playing, is looking like the price for him will, will go up because if he plays the way he did in these two preseason, I know, or four preseason, I thought he had a good preseason overall. Um, and Bradley Bill had a, had good things to say about him, too. And, you know, he had a good minicamp. All his teammates have just raved about how good he's been. Um, he's really show, showed out. So if he goes into the season and averages, you know, 15, 16, 17, 18 points a game and improves defensively, then, yeah, it's going to be tough. There's just going to be a lot of teams calling for Rui. So it, you, we definitely would have liked to see a deal get done. But Tommy Shepard, I think he's being smart as well, where he just wants to see more from him. He wants to see what's going on with Kuz. Maybe you can keep both, or maybe Kuz has a great year and has an All Star type of year, and you're like, "Hey, we just got to go with Kuz," you know. So that's that's the thing about that's the nature of the business, and it's going to put a lot of pressure on these guys, and these guys got to step up. Like you said, Porzingis too has got to play option too. So you, you just don't know yet. I, I guess I think it. I think it somewhat was a smart move that Tommy's waiting and seeing what he gets from Rui uh, coming up this year.
2: Yeah, absolutely. But you know, you brought up a good point. You know, we could sign both of them, but then that brings up another question. You know, would you go into the the um? Would you go into the penalty for Coos and Rui? <laughs> I don't see it happening. You know, going. You know what I mean? Are you willing to go in, go into? And I, I'm, my mind is blank right now. Mm. But going, you know what I mean? Going into the penalty, mm-hmm. are you willing to go to that extent? Four coups in Rui, I don't see it. You know, the it's just too much salary for, for a core that may get you a playoff position, but it's not necessarily gonna get you a championship. You know, mm-hmm. as much as I love this core, this is not a contending, this is not a contender for a championship. So I think there's a lot of questions coming up. I think a lot of people are playing to show their true worth. And, and like you said, Rui is he's betting on himself. So they're gonna wait and see. You know, Kuz, his value went up. So you know, it's a lot of decisions had to be made, you know, going up to the deadline between Wes and Tommy. There's going to be a lot of decisions to be made because on one hand, you have a lot of young guys. On the other hand, you're trying to build a roster that compete for a playoff, you know, a playoff position. And it's, it's tough to develop and try to be a playoff team at the same time. Usually, you know, teams that are trying to develop, there are, lower tier teams. You know, they have no choice but to develop because it's a young team. So, mm. you know, we I think that we have to find an identity for this team. You know, are we a young team who's trying to, to find the right pieces for the system? Or are we a playoff team who's trying to find the right veteran pieces? To put it? You know, I think that is something that they're going to have to determine. What it truly is, the state of this franchise. You know, are we trying to drive towards the championship? Or are we kind of like, you know, in limbo? You know, we recruit cool with a playoff run, but you know for a plan we don't make it as cool and then and, and that's what i w- really the question i want answered from the owner down you know what are we trying to do are we really trying to build a playoff team around brad or are we really trying to you know it's just that's the question i have what is the identity what is what is the, the goal you know what i
1: mean mm-hmm. great yeah and you you gotta wait and see how the season goes too because if, if the season goes south kind of like it did last year, which I don't think it will be. I don't think it will be that bad as it was last year at the trade where they just had to get rid of everybody they had to get rid of Dinwiddie, Bertans, Trez, uh, Aaron Holiday. They, they just had to get guys out of here and they started showcasing guys. I don't, I don't see it being that bad. Who knows? Um, but if it gets to that point, then like you said, you know, Ted said he'll never ever take what, what direction are you going to take? Um, if it goes South. Now, if they start winning games, then you may want to consolidate too and try to bring in another a star or somebody else who maybe disgruntled somewhere else and try to bring somebody else. And so it's, it's different things you could look at different ways you could look at it, but the conversation about the direction of the team, we could have a whole episode about that with Ted and Tommy, you know, Ted saying he'll never, ever tank, you know, but we're just in this purgatory mode right now. We keep getting the 10th or ninth pick of the draft. And we're not, you know, we, we have to build through the draft. Like you said, we're just not getting top picks and we just don't have the assets to trade for a star at the moment. Um, so the wizard, they're just in a tough, they're in a tough spot. And we have salary cap allocated to Bradley Bill. You know, you can debate whether he's a number one or not. So it, it's a long, long conversation we have about that. But I can't wait to see how Rui plays this year. I hope he earns that contract, and I hope he's rewarded with a, with, a, with another contract. from the, And I hope it's, hopefully it's with the Wizards, but we'll see. So just the nature of the business. But we're going to get to some quotes that we heard from practice from Bradley Bill talking about Rui and defense as well but before we do get to that this episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. these days every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business you want to be 100 certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available that's why you have to check out linkedin jobs linkedin jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and free it's real easy this is how it works you add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you are hiring, makes it super easy to create a free job post on LinkedIn. And a lot of people will just flock to it and you get some of the best people out there that are looking for jobs. You get the best candidates coming to your LinkedIn so you can have the best business available. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. Got to finish the year strong this year with great candidates and great team members, and they will help you do that. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified, help you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash Locked On NBA. That's LinkedIn.com slash Locked On NBA to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply.
2: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Thanks for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Now make your second listen game to game. Every moment, every top performance, every result, Locked On game to game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver all game a game on Locked On NBA available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. All right, so I, I did want to bring up this Bradley Bill quote today from his interview after practice. I uh, Just got to bring this up real quick. Basically, he's just saying that um, Rui has just really impressed him. Uh, but I want to get a, I want to get a word for word. Um, pulling this up on Twitter or yeah, here it goes. So, yeah, he, he says Rui has been spectacular all preseason, preseason, all summer. The work that he has put in is really starting to show off. Also, Bradley Bill said that Johnny Davis is constantly getting better. And he also says Denny Obdi is constantly evolving, getting better, accepting the defensive challenges as Denny is back in practice as well. Um, so this was from Chase Hughes. Chase Hughes is going to be on our show tomorrow as well. So I, that, that should be a, a, a great episode. Um, him, him giving us some insight on the Wizards. He said, Chase said, I, I asked this. He tweeted this on Twitter. He said, I asked Bradley bill, which of the young guys have stood out as improved. He mentioned a few and said, Rui has been spectacular all preseason and all summer long. Um, this, this is the breakout question of which, which one of the young guys do you see having a breakout season this year?
2: Oh, good question. Mm, I see a couple really. I see really three. You know, I know Corey Kisper's, but I think he takes a step forward as far as his defense, as far as, you know, he's already a pretty good slasher, and his shot is really starting to develop. But the biggest leap, before I would have said Denny, but with his showing out this preseason, Rui, really, Rui, really, I think Rui really takes a huge step forward and earns not only a starting spot, but an extension. Easy. Denny, you know, it's it's very unfortunate the injury. The injury just, man, it's just... When you finally get to the point where it's like, oh, I'm about to see Denny. He's about to show out and he gets hurt. You know, that's unfortunate. But I think Denny, he takes a step forward. You know, all three guys, I think, are going to take a step forward. Now, how far of a step forward, you know, each one, is it going to be a, you know, a different kind of scale? You know, Kispert is a role guy. I don't see him taking a huge step to all-star or, you know, even starter position yet. Denny and Rui, I, I can see both of them start. Now, obviously, we were just talking about, you know, um, a lot of contracts coming up. You know, if things go bad. You know, you could see both of them starting. <laughs> you know, if the, if the Wizards, you know, if we, if we start bad and people start jumping ship, then we could see later in the year these two starting. So those two guys I'm very intrigued to see because, like I said, with Denny working with Drew Hanlon, I'm very intrigued to see how his shot has developed. You know, he's already had athleticism. And with Rui, you know, he last year he took a step forward with three point shot. So what I'm looking for from him is his defense, and we've we've seen that from Rui. You know, he's putting the effort in the defense. Now, will he be a lockdown guy? No, I don't think so. I think he is what he is. He's a scorer, but if you can get him to put in the effort for defense, that's going to go a long way to solidifying his role in the starting lineup. So I'm going to go with Denny and Rui. I know that's the easy way to go out, but that's that's what I'm rolling with.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, you could throw Gafford in the mix, too. I think he could be a candidate. Uh, He's one of the young guys. I think people forget about him because, you know, he wasn't drafted by the Wizards. Um, And I think I think he kind of had his breakout year already in 2020 when he had that good year with with Russell Westbrook, you know, catching lobs. Uh, But yeah, I'm I'm, I'm with you on Rui, too, man. If I had to pick one, I would go with Rui. I think he's shown some really, really shown some flashes in the preseason. Not even just flashes. I think he's put good games together. Um, in the preseason, um, not just on the offensive side of the ball, but the defensive effort has definitely looked better, and the rebound has looked better. I've never questioned that he can score. We all know that he can fill it up. He can knock down a mid-range shot. He shot the ball really well from the three-point line. Forty-four percent from the three-point line last year, um, which is elite at et- which is e- which is elite three-point shooting. Not a lot of three-point shots per game, but that's elite three-point shooting. Um, so I, I think Rui can definitely have a breakout year. Um, I mean, he's averaged thirteen points a game. His uh, rookie season and sophomore year, I think he just got to be more aggressive, got to take it to the rim with aggression. Um, I think he's a great finisher around the rim too. Um, and then Denny, I think he's he's certainly a potential, certainly has the potential to, to have a breakout season. Like you said, working out with Drew Hanlon, we saw the development in Euro basket. The way when he gets the ball in his hands, he's able to. to to not only just bring the ball up, but just control the offense. And I think he'll be able to do that with the bench unit, but it looked like in practice, you know, he's been with the starters. You look at the guys with blue jerseys on, I don't know if that's really going to be the starters or not, but it looked like he was with the starting unit. Um, but I think with the bench unit, he would get more opportunities to really be that point forward that we saw in Euro basket where he was really dominating and controlling games. He was getting like eight assists, nine assists, Getting double doubles and he can rebound the ball really well. So, but like you said about Corey, um, it's all about his three point shooting. I think Denny and Rui have more of an opportunity to make leaps, I would say, over Corey because Corey's just going to be defined by, his, I know he does more. He does move without the basketball. He can couple that. He's a really good cutter, but he's not a guy that's just going to create off the dribble. So, I think my guy is Rui.
2: Yeah. I mean, if, if I have to choose. Yeah, I'm wrong with Rui. He's just mm-hmm. he he's took so many steps this preseason. His defense, like I said, the effort is there. I, I don't think he's ever going to be a lockdown guy, but the effort is there. You know, you brought up Gaff. You know, yes, we did not draft him, but he is a young guy. Um I love what I see from Gaff. I love his game, but the consistency is what I have issue with. Mm-hmm. You know, look, the New York game, Mitchell Robinson did whatever he wanted to do. <laughs> you know, when Gaff is on, He's good when he's off. And I think it has a lot to do with mental. When you talk about Denny and confidence. You see that with Gaff, you know, you very often last season, you know, especially the fouls, you know, foul trouble. That's, that's one thing he has to work on is getting into the foul trouble so fast. And very often than not, he, he kind of gets down on himself. You know, you'll smack his hands. You'll look down as, you know, I, I want to see that dog all the time. Like I said, when he's on, you see the dog, he's shutting down the paint. He's getting swats. He's picking rolling. But when he's down, <laughs> Very often than not, he's out the game. You know, when he's down on himself, he, he's he's pretty much taking himself out the game. So I want to see a little more consistency. And I think we will because with Taj being in, in the mix as far as being that veteran presence and with Gore Top being in the mix as far as teaching him, I think he will get better. So, yes, yeah, we have a nice young group. You know, they're, mm-hmm. they're not a group that's going to wow you. You know, they're not. But Rui has taken a serious step forward. And Denny, you know, It's just it's intriguing because you just don't know what's going to happen. You know the Coos contract situation. Like I said, if they move Coos, you could see Denny and Rui in the starting lineup. You know, and it it gets interesting from there. So it's a lot of variables. It's a lot of question marks. But overall, I'm very optimistic about these two guys.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Denny's defense. I think Denny's the best defender. You argue he's the best defender on the team. He's clearly the best wing defender on the team his defensive versatility where he can guard one through five and that's going to be huge that could be huge in his leap too he could really impact the game on the defensive side of the ball so he could be a great two-way player for the uh for the team so that that's something to certainly look at another quote that stood out to me uh was Bradley Bill also a health upda- update Chase Hughes tweeted this out today too everyone is on track to play in the Wizards season opener on Wednesday in Indiana except for Corey Kispert uh wasn't so junior would not divulge who starts who who starts at the three so it's still a question mark there he indicated that johnny davis won't get many minutes early on we'll work him in slowly so let's see what johnny davis does let's see if he even plays against the pacers personally i don't even i don't even think you think he's gonna play at all against the pacers
2: <laughs> nah <laughs> i don't think he's gonna <laughs> play i think we have a better chance of seeing uh, jordan goodwin you know i think that yeah. jordan goodwin needs to get those minutes it's Look, from a leadership standpoint, I love to hear that from Brad, you know, showing some confidence in his guys. But let's be real. I don't know if he's wearing sunglasses to practice, but I mean, the defense is there, but the shot just ain't hitting. And and Mm. I don't see where the improvement is with that shot. You know, he's got it. He needs some work. And but we've we said this all the time about Johnny Davis. He has the drive. I think he's going to be all right. But the shot is broken. You know, the confidence is a confidence thing. I Mm. truly believe that extensive playing time with the go-go is going to give him that confidence. And then they can slowly kind of integrate him into, you know, minutes here and get his confidence up. But right now where he's at, he's not ready for playing time. He's just – the shots is
1: broke. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I don't think he's ready yet. Just not even just the shot. Just, you know, creating a separation, creating a shot for himself off the dribble, creating separation, the explosiveness, the athletic. Yeah, that explosiveness – Getting the shot off, the shot is slow. You got blocked by Derrick Rose. But I do think he can contribute defensively. I think he can contribute rebound the ball. I think he's a solid passer, too. Not a point guard, but just a solid passer. I just think when Corey comes back, I don't see many minutes from him Com- coming in. I don't think he plays at all against the Pacers. I think it's going to be a, a short rotation. I think DeLon Wright's going to get a lot of minutes. Monte Morris, of course. Um, Danny's going to get a lot of minutes. Whether he's starting off the bench, Will Barton's going to get a lot of minutes. Um, Brad, of course, probably will play 40 minutes, I would, I w- I would think, I guess the Pacers too. So he might get like those minutes, like maybe at the end of the second quarter, where it's like t- the two minutes before the uh, half or like a minute before the first quarter. It may be something like that. And if, if he can provide some good minutes, then he earned himself some more minutes. So I, I hope that happens. I hope the the time that he gets, he he plays well and earns more minutes. That's the best case scenario for Johnny. So last quote I want to go over, then we'll just quickly do some over unders and wrap it up. For tonight, um, this one is uh, from Chase Hughes as well. He tweeted out, Bradley Bill says, the key factor to making sure the Wizards defense performs this year is, quote, me and Coos. we're going to have the majority of the toughest jobs guarding guys, so we have to make sure it starts with us to end quote. What were your thoughts on that?
2: I agree. You know, the, those two guys will be the focal point. I think they both of them have to get better on defense, you know. Bradley Bill once said he wanted to be all NBA defense. You know, I, I would love to see Bradley Bill take a step forward with his defense. I think we have enough guys who can defend, who can kind of pick up the slack when Bradley Bill and Cruz aren't on their best with defense. But Cruz, he stuck up with defense last season. So I, I totally agree. I think this team will be better defensively. But, and this is a big but, transition defense has to get better. The preseason, it was atrocious. I mean, they, there's no reason why Nick Richards needs to beat you down the court. It's just, it shouldn't happen. <laughs> you know, I think transition defense has to get better. And I think that has to come with effort. They have to have that communication and that that, that dog in them defensively to really be good on defense. But like I said, if Bradley Bill struggles indeed, you have enough guys around him who can kind of pick it up. So I'm not overly concerned defensively. I think they will get better defensively because it all comes down to chemistry and communication
1: right yeah i get what he's saying i think on social media he got, a lot of, he got a lot of backlash for it and a lot of trolls and whatnot um but i get what he's saying yes he's going to be guarding he's going to have some tough coverage he's going to have to guard you know guys like Devin booker donovan mitchell you look at the eastern conference you look at the shooting guards even chris middleton from the bucks that's a tough cover too brad's gonna have to guard those guys who's gonna have to guard uh he, he's gonna he's gonna who's gonna be matched up against Giannis at times same thing like denny um so yeah you want your leader to be somewhat of a defensive anchor and be good on and Now, Bradley Bill, I get it. He he's struggled on defense. He said himself that they weren't able to guard a parked car, and he was a part of that. I think he's admitted to that, too, that they were bad defensively, at, at not at times, but throughout the whole year through the Scott Brooks era. Last year, they were bad defensively, so it really hasn't changed much, and it, and it does start with Bradley. You want your best player to be a leader on the defensive end. Now, Denny, like I said, Denny's probably the best defender on the team. DeLon Rico, now DeLon Wright. <laughs> gafford in 2020 was a great defender porzingis can be a shot blocker so um there's there's guys that are known more for the de- defensive game than bradley bill and coo's got has to step up so that i think that's what he means is that they're gonna have some of the toughest covers but denny most likely west is gonna put denny on these tough covers like Giannis and jimmy butler and brennan ingram is gonna have to guard those guys too so they they are gonna have to step up you know clay thompson we play the warriors um, Jimmy Butler too. when We play the Heat. There's just so many guys that are tough matchups that do play that three or four or even the two spot. um You can say the Clippers with Paul George and Kawhi. So there are there are some tough tough covers for Brad. He's gonna have to step up and be ready. I would look at the Eastern Conference and just see you know how many guys. You know James Harden for the Sixers is Brad gonna be guarding him? That's a tough cover too. So there's, there's just a list of guys at that two guard spot at that matchup for Brad that are gonna be tough covers.
2: Yeah, Wes is going to get on his rotation game because he's going to -hmm. – there's going to be a lot of lineups. There's going to be a lot of different lineups this season because – and I think that's a good thing because we have the personnel to do that. We have a lot of depth. You know, we preach it all the time. We have a lot of guys who can play multiple positions. So very often than not, you could see Denny at the three because, like you said, defensively, he's the best defensive wing we got. And he's shown elite-level defense. But you can see – Lineups where Rudy would be at the three, you could see Kuz maybe here and there at the three. It's just there's a lot of possibilities, and that's why I'm not very concerned as far as player wise. I think that the one thing I want to see from this is just effort, really putting the effort in defensively, communication. You know, this team basketball as far as defense, you know, communication. But I think the players will be all right. I think the spotlight goes on West. I think finding the right guys in the right positions for the right matchups. Is something that he's gonna to have to be better at this season than he was last season as far because you know, years past, you know, very often or not, we just had guys who just they were there. We didn't have a lot of pieces, didn't have a lot of depth. It was just like who's gonna bleed the three? Well, you know, just throw Troy Brown out there <laughs> or Eastlake Brown. You know, it's just so you know, <laughs> we have more flexibility, we have more personnel. So, you know, I think we'll be fine. Defensively, I, I think we'll be fine. But I think it has more to do with coaching. I think he really has to implement his defensive schemes and really mm-hmm. make defense truly the focal point. You know they really had to prioritize defense because they didn't do that this preseason. You know, same with and that was a deficiency last season. Defense, same thing with three point shooting. You know, first game Japan they looked good and then it went downhill. The three point shooting just went down. And the two and we brought up Coos and Bill. The two people I want to shoot better and defend better is Coos and Brad. So. No, i like i like hearing that from them but you know we could <laughs> we could talk about yeah, it all sure. day until you put that effort and show us that you can play defense is just it's hope is hopeful thinking right now <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. yeah it's the same song every year they say the same thing because i remember last year west unselled you know guys in the press, press they there like the first practice was 80 defense 20 percent offense they were good for the first 13 games were 10 and three and then the rest of the season they ended up 25th in defensive efficiency and they were actually worse than what they were in twenty twenty under Scott Brooks. They regressed from twentieth to twenty fifth. So um, it's good to talk about it. We, we just got to see it. We've heard this so many times year after year from the Washington Wizards. So, but once thing I get what Bradley Bill is trying to say and uh, step up and be a leader. He just you know he's got to step up and, and defend. It can't be a turnstile turn out there or a cone on the defensive side of the ball. So we'll do um, five quick under, over unders. We'll probably continue tomorrow with Chase. Um first one, my first over under is Bradley Bill 25 points a game. You can just say over under yes or no. Um real quick, rapid fire style. We'll start off Bradley Bill 25 points a game for the season.
2: I'm gonna go under. I uh, have him okay. around have him around 23.
1: Okay. All right. Um uh, Porzingis, 60 games played this year. I'm going over.
2: I think okay. he's gonna come in healthy.
1: Okay. All right, uh, Corey Kispert uh, over under thirty five percent three point shooting this year.
2: I'm going over.
1: Okay, Denny thirty five percent from the three point line.
2: I'm going under slightly. I seen the proven, but I got I got under.
1: Okay. All right, uh, Wizards winning forty three games this year.
2: Over. I got forty five. Okay.
1: Okay. Okay. All right, uh, who gets more minutes this year, uh, Rui or Denny or Will Barton? Wow, got me on the spot.
2: Um, yeah. <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> oh, man, I'm going to say Rui. Okay, okay. Not Will the Thrill? Nah, because I think he's going to go become a sixth man. I think Rui is going to start. I think oh, yeah. even if he doesn't start out starting, he's shown enough to me that he's going to start. So I got Rui okay okay
1: all right i like it we'll continue tomorrow we'll just we'll probably hit chase up with a with a couple of rapid fire over and unders tomorrow to wrap up our episode tomorrow with chase you so make sure you guys turn tune in to that episode tomorrow uh, i just want to thank you guys for making locked on wizards your first listen every day now make your second lesson locked on nba the nba season is here and our local nba experts and insiders have you covered on and off the court all season long all the biggest stories around the nba every monday through friday less than 30 minutes Available on YouTube, Odyssey, and wherever you get podcasts. So thank you guys for listening. Make sure you guys subscribe and hit the notification bell on YouTube. Also, uh, leave a five-star review uh, wherever you can. We we greatly appreciate it. Hail to the Wizards. Peace.
2: Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music.